Is it for real? We used to love it, then we watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is It For Real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And it's 2022. Happy New Year. We made it. Um, yeah, and for to kick off this brand spanking new year, we are going to be celebrating the birth and death of the one and only David Bowie. Um, yeah. Born January 8th, uh, sadly passed away way too soon, January 10th. And to do that, we are watching the 1986 fantastic movie, Labyrinth. <laughs> <laughs> Putting my cards on the table. Spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> I'll, tr- I'll see if I can edit that out. I think you should call it what it is, which is a, a moo fan. A moo fan? <laughs> um, music fan movie? Wait. Musical fantasy. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> a moo fan. Moo fan. I like it. A moo fan. Um, well, to introduce the movie, we have um, a return introductor. Um, so please take it away, Annie ICU. This is Annie ICU here to introduce the 1986 Jim Henson, George Lucas classic, Labyrinth. Uh, It stars David Bowie and a very young Jennifer Conley, uh, as well as, I would argue, the stars of the show, all of the puppets. Uh, This is a movie that my friend Taylor and I would watch weekly. In fact, every probably almost every Friday night of most of our childhood, we would rent it and watch it. And um, we loved the puppets. We loved the music. I remember pressing our ear up to the speaker of the TV just so that we can try to listen to the songs and transcribe them and write them out and practice them. (laughs) Um, So that part was definitely pre-internet, but then also post-internet, I remember that the different songs for the movie were some of the first songs that I downloaded on Napster. So this movie really transcends a good part of my childhood. Um, and the story itself is is interesting and fun, but I would argue that the puppets really are the the best part of it all. Uh, we loved the worm that said "Hello," um, and as well as the uh, Sir Didymus, I think credits my love of fox like animals. Um, Sir Didymus has kind of this cute pointy nose, and really all of the the puppets and their just the way that all their mouths move and their bodies move. I I thought it was so creative. And um, even watching this as an adult, I'm still amazed by the puppetry. And I think it's so beautiful and creative. And I think if I, and oftentimes I do talk to people who haven't seen it and they're adults and they ask, oh, should I? And I think that if you have, um, if you enjoy kind of, interesting creative sets and and puppets and kind of artful storytelling then I think that you uh would enjoy it but it is also an odd movie in some ways it's kind of David Bowie wears pants that are very revealing and an odd choice for a kid's movie um but to me it is and always will be a classic and uh even watching it as an adult I'm still um impressed with with how with how good it is so i'm excited to hear what everyone else thinks actually i lied 
I don't really care what other people think. It's the best movie of all time. <laughs> also, we should give a big shout out, a happy birthday shout out to Annie. Happy ICU. birthday, Annie ICU, which is today upon this podcast's release, I believe, is her yeah. birthday. Aww. She she edited that last part back in because she oh. finished and she's like, wait a minute. I don't care what people think. Screw you. I love guys. this. <laughs> she's like, can I add to it? I'm like, sure. <laughs> she gave us a gift on her birthday, which exactly. is that delightful intro. And there's yeah. a lot of things in there that I have to, I have, I have like responses to that. Ooh, I'm excited to talk about as we go through the story. My birthday present to her is going to be just two hours of shitting on this movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. I'm yes. Pretending I liked Actually, it earlier, but let's yeah. go back and talk about Troop Beverly Hills again. <laughs> yeah. exactly. Psych. This she one was is saying not even elaborate that, podcast. She was saying that she went to do an intro that was like, I'm here to introduce um, Labyrinth. Just kidding. Beverly, Troop Beverly Hills forever. Like, I t- spent two minutes talking about Baba how great Bowie. that movie yeah. is. Yeah, Aww. exactly. Well, I think this is a very different genre. Yes. And yeah. a very different thing. Uh, let's get into our levels. Let's do it. Uh, I guess this is my movie, so I will start. Mine will be um, Jermaine Clement playing 1986 David Bowie from the movie Labyrinth. Um, just from Flight of the Concords. I was, love that. I, I watched this movie a bunch, you know, growing up and was a huge fan. And then when it came on Flight of the Concords, concords i became obsessed with it i i've dressed up multiple times as jareth mm-hmm. um although i did misspeak the other day when i was talking to annie and i called him jared and she just sort of she such disappointment <laughs> she shook her head and just like it's, it's jareth you dumbass um which i know i, I yeah oh my I gosh. Just misspoke. Uh, but yeah I'm, I'm very familiar i've dressed up as this character a lot um i almost did tonight but oh yeah um, the costume's out and back, and it's cold. Yeah, I I might give myself a level of like um, a Cars music video um, because I guess I hadn't. Seen, this was not a childhood mu- movie for me. I think I had seen it maybe once in its entirety, like in a blur, like on Comedy Central, or I don't know. I was mm-hmm. aware of all of it, but it was not a classic. But what I do remember is like that scene where David Bowie is in that Escher painting and he flips up and that song, like I kind of took that song and I was like, I don't need to watch this movie. <laughs> like, whatever that song was, was like, this is not for me. Much like Cars videos of the 80s. Like I was not a big fan of like 80s music in that, that like art rock, like, um, <laughs> But subsequently, I have watched it. I think I actually watched it with Taylor, uh, Annie's friend, uh, when we were hanging out maybe a couple of years ago. So I've, I've watched it pretty recently and I'm, I'm familiar with it. Well, my level is going to be goblin kidnapping because I didn't realize until recently that that was a big fear of mine as a child <laughs> was that goblins would kidnap me or people that I loved. There was a book that I used to read as a child called Outside Over There. It's a Marie oh, yeah. Sendak book. That's it's, what this is based on. Yeah. It's well, from 1981. Yeah. It's terrifying. A little girl's <laughs> watching her little baby sister mm-hmm. and she gets stolen by goblins and they replace her with an ice sculpture of her sister who then melts in her arms. And uh, if you want to just be scared about anything, that's something to be scared Ooh, about. Wow. But I have never seen this movie it's and wild. to much shock of many people, including my couchmate. And I think 
in my brain, this movie fits in the same category as The Princess Bride Mm -hmm. and Xanadu (laughs) and this movie. And then last night I was like, wait, are we watching Labyrinth or Pan's Labyrinth? And I was like, is Pan's Labyrinth the same thing as this movie? And I got really confused. I didn't even quite realize. I knew David Bowie, 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 also Maryland. Yeah, shout out to Bowie, Maryland for just ruining how I pronounce that for the rest of my life. But I knew he was in it, but I didn't quite realize what this movie was about. And that there was, I knew, I think I knew it was a Jim Henson production, but I didn't Mm -hmm. know he was the director. So it was quite a journey I went on last night. I I wrote a lot of OMGs and WTFs in my notes, and I'm very excited to talk about this movie. This is a good New Year's pick. Yeah. Yeah. It is great. Um, Yeah, I guess we can just... uh... Jump in. I will say one thing from our fun facts is that yeah, the Sendak guy was very pissed about how much this yeah. movie like was based on it because I don't think they said like from this movie or I don't think he got any money from it. No, um, it's so. very much the same. I mean, yeah. it's the same premise. I mean, the Maurice Sendak book is creepy. I don't know if you've ever read In the Night Kitchen. That's another. I read something from him. He's where the wild things are. Right? Where the wild things are. Yeah. And like they progress in sort of creepiness. And this mm-hmm. is supposed to be like a tween, like adolescent book where you're like, hey, chill out or goblins are going to take your little sibling. Although kind of what else are goblins going to do except steal babies? So, I mean, that's not. Okay, but okay, so that leads thing. to my first question, which is what do they want to do? Is it eat babies? No, I, <laughs> so I think what they do or they want to do is turn the babies into goblins. Um, okay because this was kind of like a white walker situation yeah because i had the the bummer in my brain because i tried to write down what i remembered all my being my bummer was like why is this cool cat david bowie hanging out with all these sort of really dumb (laughs) goblins and i think just because they all have baby brains because there's a line in there where he's like you know in 12 hours you'll be mine and i'll turn you into one of my goblin friends um like from that i know we'll get to that song um, where they toss the baby in the air a whole bunch, but I'm like, I still didn't understand what they wanted to do with the baby after that song, other than jump up and down a whole lot. Um, so it doesn't really, just didn't really make any sense to me about why yeah. you'd want to steal a baby if you're not going to eat it. Uh, cause delicious baby Toby, who is the, <laughs> the, uh, Muppet creator's child who he, I hope he's been in therapy for having to crawl upstairs and be around he was a good crawler for being as young as he was yeah very good crawler i know i think that actor or the you know the baby is now a puppet maker and then toby interview, yes and in some interview he was like i don't remember much of the labyrinth and like much (laughs) like you You don't remember any of it yeah Yeah. (laughs) like it was so weird he probably remembers it in his nightmares yeah. yeah totally yeah i mean but kind of to what you're saying like it seems like we're in a world where nothing can die right like i don't think things die it's like the the pit of stench like the threat sure. is very ambiguous like even like at the end like something falls on something and squishes and the person is like that's okay like it's <laughs> i don't think things die it's just like they go to different levels of the labyrinth it seems so it was like a i think that I jennifer that. connelly was at risk for death 
I don't know that she was. Why would she care if she fell through a hole then? Or, you know, why would she pick down? Well, yeah. <laughs> Good Lord. That's a dumb choice. Uh, anyways, let's let's jump into the movie. So we get introduced this computer computer animated owl. Um, Very that fancy. They were really impressed with because that's all the intro was, was just. <laughs> 10 minutes of computer owl. I was reading then, it was the yeah. first CGI animals, the first attempt of a CGI animal in like ever. So that's probably why they were like, couldn't get enough of it. Yeah, we're done. We've, we've made yeah, this is it. We fixed, we fixed yeah. it. We fixed movies. Uh, and then of course we meet um, baby Jennifer Sarah. C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jennifer C. Do you think um, Annie ICU thought she looked like baby Jennifer C and that's why she liked this movie so I much? I could see that maybe. I think yeah. so. Annie I see you appears a lot in a lot of our movies from the 80s. I know. <laughs> I know. She's like an Bad 80s trope. She just has that 80s <laughs> yeah. look, yeah. Totally. She does. <laughs> kind of like that like porcelain skin, dark hair was like yeah. a very 80s, yeah. 80s Which, thing. I definitely had a huge crush on Jennifer Connelly. Um, not from this movie because she's like 14 years I old. I did later though, yeah. From like Rocketeer, which is gonna, probably mm. going to be a movie I'm going to suggest for later in the year. Yeah, um, totally. Or like he's just not that into you. And what yeah, is it? I Career opportunities or whatever. Um, yeah. Wasn't she but. in The Beautiful Mind? or what's Yeah, name? she was. Yeah. I have to say. She's been like, in a ton. Yeah, she's, she's fun, great. Fun fact with 80s crushes is Mia Sarah. So like. Uh, the Labyrinth filmed right next to Return to Oz. They were like filming at the same time. I and mean, Brian Henson is in both. Brian Henson did the voice of the scare, no, the Jack the Pumpkin Head in Return to Oz. And then he did um, Hoggle. And of course, he's Jim Henson's son for Labyrinth. And later, him and Mia Sarah married. Like Aww. they met here and then later in life were married. Wait, Brian remind and me Mia Sarah. and our Mia audience Sarah? who, yeah. Uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and then the lead oh, okay. in yeah, Legend. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yep, yep, yep. There's a lot of Legend similarities in this. Yeah. Including the number one similarity, which was the glitter budget. Um, <laughs> totally. to to, but boy, did they blow their glitter budget. budget blah, 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 blah. Blood budget. Um, we, we, I'd like to point out that um, Merlin, the dog, got a... I also, I don't know anybody's name in this movie except for Sarah and... Gerald. I mean, but that's basically the big because thing, so. I, I I couldn't hear a lot of like what they're they were saying the puppets, but Merlin. Anyway, my dog wanted to have a big growl at that dog, um, and so they kind of had it out um, one on the TV <laughs> and one, one in real life. Nice. Yeah, and it was very cute. Oh, so yeah, we get introduced to uh, Sarah, uh, the character, uh, young teenage girl, just annoyed with her parents, annoyed with her younger brother. Um, and how old do we stu- think she's supposed she's to be? stunted. I, I think, think she's like 13. She, I think uh, Jennifer Connelly was 14 in this. So yeah, I okay. think she's a tween. Is that what they're okay. called? I think she, 11 she, and 12 is oh, tween. She's so a tween just, who's very trapped in her. Well, this makes sense. She's kind of like holding on to her baby toys. Yeah. But also like has her mother crushes died. on grandpas. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess like in the she, picture, like when you go into her bedroom, all, it's very foreshadowing. I mean, where the wild things are is there and like all of the different like Sir did and like everything is there the whole movie in some is in way. That pan yeah. Yeah. And her mother, it's kind of like in these articles on her mirror that like her mother was an actress and I think died or she's not in the picture anymore. And then there's pictures of her and David Bowie. 
Yeah. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. 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 So I, I think it's like David Bowie is kind of like the other man or something, or he's the goblin king. I don't know. <laughs> well, he is the goblin king. Yeah. But like in his her life, he's like the villain, I guess. Meanwhile, her stepmother is is like an old timey newsy or something. The way she talks, she's like just completely. Hey. <laughs> she's like, oh, see, we're going out to dinner, huh? You know, like it's very affected. Like I'm like, what time frame is this movie from? It's very confusing. Um, but they are going out to dinner and they're gonna go out until midnight, which is wild. We had a baby. How about eleven? Yeah. <laughs> Midnight, <laughs> eleven. Okay, you gotta burn off some steam. Man. I guess like oh, midnight. It's like the same from Adventures in Babysitting. It's like we'll be home around one o'clock. Like what? Like, what are you doing anyway? Having like had or you know have a baby, having a babysitter. Uh, we're generally back by ten. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, like expensive. you could do midnight. It just seems like at that point that person's probably gonna sleep at your house. Like I don't yeah. know. I remember babysitting like that till like one or two in the morning. And really? Like, yeah. As a teen, like a young teenager. I'm like, why do I these know. people trust That's me? That's like not cool. If there's an emergency at two in the morning, you do not want a teenager in charge. It's a lot of decision-making. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, so they go off on the date and it's just Sarah and Toby and Toby's being cranky. And so she goes in there and sort of anti-consoles him. Mm-hmm. It tortures him, <laughs> yells at him. Yeah. Tells him, hate tells him a story. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's intense. Also, at this point, we get like the, the just the creepiest reveal of the goblins without any warning. You're yeah. just like watching this movie, then it's like goblins. I, I had to assure <laughs> Nora it? that this whole movie wasn't going to be the whole, <laughs> this whole thing or this creepy the whole I time. I had to get reassured yeah. a few times during this movie that it wasn't going to do something the entire time because there was a yeah. few times I was not into it. Yeah. I was worried. I did love her line of like, oh, let me see what it was. Uh, no, I mustn't say the words. I mean, you can definitely tell that she is a theater kid through and through. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I know. I couldn't tell if Sarah's supposed to be a theater kid. She is performing in her backyard to nobody, but it's yeah, like. She is. It, it, yeah, she's really a nerdy odd. theater kid, stunted, like late bloomer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I relate. I could relate a little bit. But she, um, she yeah she has to say this very specific thing to get the goblins to come take her brother away which she doesn't but then she does and there's a little purple goblin like in the corner of this of that like thing who is just so cute who's like doesn't get very much screen time and i was just thinking about how much work each of those little goblins had that went into them that you just don't even get to like fully take them all in i know i was thinking about our conversation with grant a in like the yeah. amount of puppeteers yeah. and the amount of like you're saying like craftsmanship it's kind of yeah like watching the credits incredible. you could see like the amount of people that are on each puppet yeah it's, like, so fascinating yeah totally so cool. yeah i think it was uh jim henson's last feature and he was like very disappointed that it basically bombed at the box office which hmm is a freaking shame. I know, but then it became a cult classic. Yeah. And then I think her, his son and daughter, I think his daughter's puppeteering in this one too. So then there's like this scary, frantic rain goblin scene and David Bowie enters like a drag queen into the room. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, it is like RuPaul's Drag Grace like channeled that in every episode, which is like making an entrance. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, 
And I was confused because I thought if you were the goblin king, that you would be a goblin yourself. So one of my questions was like, why is, why is he like not as ugly as everyone else, but does have to wear, like Annie mentioned, just the most ill-fitting tight (laughs) leggings, stirrup leggings from the eighties that are like lavender and just so un, his legs are so skinny. It's just like so unflattering. And in the fact like fun facts I was reading, it was like, you know, this considerable bulge was an intentional choice made by the conceptual designer. Uh, And I'm just like, and (laughs) like, you can't just leave it at that. Like what, what was this? Why was this choice? Right. Uh, Right. For a movie for children. Um, She, so Jennifer seek gets a snake goblin, a snake scarf, snake scarf thrown at her. Yeah. Um, Ooh. Uh, yeah although for my costume i definitely had those crystal balls that uh i could not manipulate as well as they could but um yeah i mean i guess it's not actually david bowie it's like a magician that's doing like shoving his hand somewhere yeah Yeah, Yeah. it is yeah like the whole time we we learned that she has this like 13 hour mission right to go and try to get her brother back in the land of oz aka the goblin's labyrinth and then you clap yeah. because that's the first of a yeah. thousand times they're gonna say that <laughs> but um pro tip it's labyrinth not the labyrinth because oh, the yes. labyrinth is a different movie um that like kept on coming up it's like about art in auschwitz and it's like it's a very intense movie and like i kept on just like the labyrinth uh like word search you know voice voice activating searching and then like the 10th time of coming up with this exact same movie and like this can't be what we're watching strangely enough they um, both have the same soundtrack though <laughs> yeah probably oh, they do david bowie but did Annie the soundtrack for both. finally and it's just like oh it's just labyrinth like, yeah well, that would have been helpful it's the one with david bowie on the cover but the book that she's reading is the labyrinth like mm. jennifer Connolly, like in, in the back so i'm like oh, that's interesting so the movie's yeah. labyrinth the book is the labyrinth um and so, this yeah. is where we meet hogwarts right hoggle 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 <laughs> i called him Which... the peeing the peeing goblin yeah and this is jim henson's voice although sorry brian henson his jacket that he's wearing tell me that it's not just a human face like i wrote he's wearing, like the book of the dead as he a, has a, a goblin jacket. skin face vest yeah <laughs> it's rough i'm gonna trust this guy to lead me <laughs> I know. I'm like, that's just clearly the stretch skin of another one of your kind, like on your back. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Rewatch the movie. It, it a hundred percent is. Like, it oh, is man. fascinating though. Like the different kinds of puppets and like the ones that are people in suits, the ones mm-hmm. that are like little sticks. I just, and it's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's beautifully creepy. So well done. And yeah. weird. I was reading that the woman that played Hoggle or that was inside the suit, like there was like 18 different robot, like sensors on his face to make his lips and his eyes and everything moved. And like his mouth is open. He's out of breath a lot so that she could see. <laughs> Cause like, like if he, if his mouth was open, she could see something and otherwise oh. like she couldn't. Yeah. Are there breather. any scenes where it's not the woman in the suit that it's just just a puppet? I don't know. Maybe it maybe it's like maybe the close up on his face could be just like his head. Maybe there was one when it was running and it just looked because I had thought it was a person in a suit, and there was one oh. later on where it just I don't know. I was like that can't be. But anyways, never mind. 
It has, it had a, he had a very uh, peculiar gait. Yeah. And so yeah. Hobble, hobbled. Uh, hobble, hoggle. Hobble, hoggle, hoggle. Bobble, I became hoggle. obsessed with Sir Didymus and Ambrosi- Ambrosius, who are two different versions of Louis. It's Louis with short <laughs> well, hair and it's Louis with long hair. We're not at Sir Ambrosius yet, but I wrote when he entered or they entered, I wrote outcomes Katie Long <laughs> slash a thing she has a crush on. <laughs> which one is which? Well, I didn't. It was either you. I, I think Sir Sir Didymus. Ambrosius is either. No, wait. Which Ambrosius one is, is the dog. Okay. Ambrosius, Ambrosius is, is a cheap dog. Then yeah. Didym- Didymus. Yeah. Didymus. That's it's either you. He's either you or something you have a crush on. You're absolutely right. And it, the same goes for Annie. <laughs> well, I know. And I was like, he's a Shakespeare Robin Hood fox. And that's why Katie loves him. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Totally <laughs> that is so good. Um, but I got obsessed with, cause he is clear. He is like a Muppet puppet, yeah. but sometimes he's riding an actual dog. Yes. And I guess they just maybe had something in that puppet's head that would turn it because i'm like probably he's moving though he's not just a doll it could just even be as simple as a dowel that just kind of reacts to movement so cool yeah Yeah. no it's yeah it's anyways uh she hoggles shows her the entrance she jumps in and then proceeds to sort of get lost in this one tunnel and meets our friend worm man this is the first of about 400 times I was claustrophobic in this movie. Mm. And then I was like, is this whole movie just like in this dingy slash glittery tunnel, uh, tunnel labyrinth, whatever it is. Labyrinth. <laughs> Annie That's loves covered in glitter. Loves this, this worm. Hello. He's very hello. cute. Hello. He has a hello. I said hello. Yeah. Close enough. Close enough. Come on in, meet the missus. <laughs> she loves it. She just wants to it's, go where that worm it's is. It's hilarious. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's yeah. he's and the I, nicest person there. Yeah. Yes, or, he is. He's very much like that like old scientist couple from Neverending Story in a way. He's like, at least yeah. come meet my wife, have a bowl of soup. I love the optical illusion that he shows her. That's like, yeah, just go really around. Cool. That's really cool. There's a lot of lovely optical illusions in this. Mm-hmm. It's clearly like a MC Escher Esque environment, right? Totally. Yeah. Which I believe, and I should look it up. Uh, there's either like six or eight times that David Bowie's face is shown in throughout the movie. Yeah. That rock formation one is oh, so yeah. cool so that cool. they came up with. It's just so really cool. awesome. It's like Frank Lloyd Wright. Whenever they do those, I, I have no idea what that form of art is where you have multiple mm-hmm. things. It was in um, Suicide Squad as well. They had mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. but it's. I think uh, Smoke A Go videos have them, but it's just a cool art yeah. form. Yeah, really cool. So, I mean, we get to the, we we cut to the Goblin headquarters and we get this, you know, award-winning song, Dance, Magic Dance. Oh my gosh. Which, uh, that's the only three lyrics I could understand. <laughs> <laughs> Power of the Babe. Um, From this, this song is original. I remember, Phil, if you remember, with a friend of ours in our house, like, Somebody said power of the you guys did this routine and it blew my mind. I was like, <laughs> why can you anticipate what she's gonna say? It was it was really bizarre. But I read that this was based on a Shirley Temple, yeah, Harry Grant. Did you look up that clip? No, I didn't. There's a clip uh, of them doing it. And the only difference is voodoo is hoodoo both times. And I was like, 
why does anyone know this? This is so strange that um, I really love it. I love the rhythm of it. Babe, mm-hmm. power of the babe. Um, babe. Babe with the power. What power? The power of voodoo. Voodoo? You do. Those do are the what? lyrics. Remind me of the babe. I saw <laughs> yeah, my got baby it. trying hard oh, as they could baby. try. Yeah. These are the lyrics in that song? That was how that, it started. Well, that, that's that sort of like, like a talking intro start. to it. Yeah. yeah. He's like oh. talking to a goblin or yeah. multiple goblins. Okay. It was very yeah. stilted. I'm surprised. I, I do I those love words. those jumping goblins. <laughs> so much jumping. Everything about that scene is, is great. Yeah, and it is fun. The baby and just so, drinking and yeah, it's great. David Bowie wrote all the mu- music for this, but like it did it become popular outside of like would people dance to that song in like a club, you know? <laughs> like it's I so specific. If you're on so LSD much. and you're just like Maybe. I was I was asking that too to my couchmate about like this since this is a musical fantasy like mm-hmm. are there any recognizable songs that i may know that one never it but i hadn't ever heard mm-hmm. it yeah interesting i had never heard any of the music from this uh before so i don't know pretty interesting this is um oh yeah go ahead oh go ahead no go ahead well, I was just going to say this is in a in the real hump runner for my Hummer, but um, baby J- JC is like walking around and she's trying to draw lines on the stones. Mm-hmm. And then this like tiny, angry Italian goblin comes out and just freaks the fuck out. So weird. That it's like you so can like almost funny. it's like you know it's like offensive, but you can't hear yeah, it. Yeah, I know. That's why, <laughs> yeah. but that's why I thought it was Italian because I was like, it just sounds like all Italian swear words. I think, yeah, Italian. totally. And he just like flips the stone over, and it's just like so like I love those little moments. Yeah. I think things like that are just so funny and they're so like bravo, so silly. <laughs> not it's not even like they're trying that hard with it. It's just this like little silly moment. Which also, this is like the first of several very smart moves that uh, little JC does, um, like marking the stones. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, she's like ready for this. Figuring out, re- yeah. Well, she's read all the books. Yeah. Um, but of course, it doesn't completely help because right. there's just, there's so many tricks in this freaking labyrinth. Tricks. Um, she comes do you think, I have a question about that. So, like, Jareth the Goblin King. I mean, he's in charge of this world. How much is he controlling literally everything that's happening to her and like everybody there? Or is it kind of like have fun in this chaos? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, is every challenge the is impression that they were all like under his control? Mm-hmm. And so some of them, especially like um, what's his name? Hoggle Hoggle was like didn't necessarily want to be super mean but was because the he the goblin king was telling him he had to kind of like wandavision like you're either right like you're either dumb like the worm or kind like because he worm was like was not dumb well he's really he was smart. like he's very well read all right but then at the end <laughs> he has she a wife and he's like yeah oh, well, he's i could have told her to go that way and she would have gone straight to the castle i know well, yeah that that's not pretty dumb. Mean dumb that is like he was going to tell her and she just 
<laughs> jumped off like not that way okay i guess it's this way bye right. see ya. so there's like Ridiculous. that or then there's like hodor who like doesn't say anything ludo is ludo. yeah ludo. right or they're like ludo. under his spell because i got the impression at the end that they were like released from his spell like even like oh when the they were partying in the bedroom? creepiest of them all which is the people that take their own heads off yeah. I hated that uh, so, so much. <laughs> my my interpretation is that it's just, this is the world that sort of Jareth created and he's in control of it and he can sort of see a lot. Not He's not omniscient, but he can definitely see a bunch. I think that's what those heads everywhere is that he's always sort of watching and then he can yeah. punish people really bad. So everyone's really afraid of him. So he mm-hmm, they do yeah. whatever he wants to. So no one's like inherently mean. Even like the goblins are seem like sort of carefree little guys um little fraggles little fraggles uh but i think mm-hmm. they're so it's not so much their control is gone but the fear of right having to do his bidding is gone right right it's my yeah. yeah um so yeah so she heads down into the labyrinth let's see where she, we're right she's the, the the labyrinth is changing and moving and she comes across oh. the like scottish goblin the two, lions the two door the Door guys. The doorkeepers, like the gatekeepers, who it's like, I always tell the truth, and one of us always tells the truth, and one of us always lies. And like, there's riddle gets off so quick. Yeah, yeah, there's like two on top, two on the bottom. <laughs> but did they, do you think she solved it? Like, did she get it right? We were trying to like go over it. It's like, does this work? Yeah, I think like, that's, I've, I've looked it up before, and I'm vaguely certain that that's, that's the way it works. You have to ask one what the other one would say. Yeah. And that sort of like, it's the and then you can figure it out and then but then of course she thinks she picks the right door but gets dropped in a hand pit but i think she does pick the right door because the other oh. option was certain death certain and death she, and this wasn't death yeah it wasn't certain death it just and it felt true. like death and this was the one dumb thing truly dumb thing that she did and you mentioned it early kate or yeah. one of y'all has to go it. down yeah Ugh. which way which way up to where you came from not down to the pits of hell but five feet above you or to who knows where <laughs> who knows who knows? it could have worked out in her favor a little bit i, I guess, guess in the long run ultimately did i was reading that this was the longest hardest scene to film because yeah. she was like being she was like suspended like 40 feet in the air or something and like they're all like real hands and it's I really loved cool. i loved those hands making like faces, eyes and mouths yeah. they're really cool. So cool really cool but then she ends up with old uh, Hoggle again in his like man cave in the oubliette, which is like my favorite form of dungeon. I just love. <laughs> I mean, it's it sounds awful. Yeah, um, just it's oubliette. a hole in the ground. Oubliette. Yeah. It's French. It's just really a it, hole in the ground. It means like to people. forget somebody. Yeah. So it's mm. like where people you just like drop them in there and you couldn't really get. It's just like so deep that you couldn't really get out. So you just starve. <sighs> again, <Yeah>. claustrophobic. <laughs> Sounds like where they should build a brewery. That's what um, Brewer's Art reminds me of. Yeah. <laughs> you go to the basement. I'm like, Lana Nubliet, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly our captors have not fed us for a while. There are these garlic fries. We would give Never. Them garlic it's fries. still <laughs> way better than when you could smoke down there. Oh, I bet. I, was, I didn't <laughs> that, experience that. That was really? the worst. Yeah. Oof. Um, so I think it still smells like smoke down there. And I haven't it been probably does. It in must. years. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so we learned that Hoggle has like a jewel fascination, but he's not the only one, right? Because all the goblins like jewels or just everybody kind of all that glitters is gold situation going on. He's been on like on QVC, like buying some like rubies and jewels. (laughs) 
oh it's made out of zirconian <laughs> yeah. yeah i like that like everybody makes fun of the fact that her bracelet was plastic i know but it also changed shape a lot like when she was holding it it had like big beads on it but then when he put it on his tiny goblin hand it was very it so silly on his wrist it, it looked look dainty good. af same thing with the with the like Come nectarine on. thing she ate. Like when the goblin was holding it, it was very small. And then when she held it, it was big. I was like, he's smaller than her. It's That's labyrinthian yeah. magic, y'all. It just doesn't yeah. make any sense. Um, so they go through the thing of false alarms, which was pretty yeah. funny of all. Like, oh the yeah, the stones. That... By the way, like, they desperately want to perform. Shout out to rocks in this movie yeah. who are like heroes and also like big rock faces, which also just seem to be like very prevalent. Like did the big rock faces just get shared between this and return to Oz? Everybody's got talking rock faces. Yeah, it's similar. What I mean, thing? yeah, like, probably. I mean, just... they really filmed right next to each other. Right. Yeah, they must. And have Hensons shared. are involved in both. So probably yeah, I'm sure they just shared. These talking rock faces were really cool, though, and had like screens in their mouths. When their mouths opened, it looked like liquidy. It was kind of cool. Oh, it was weird. That. I noticed. Yeah. Whereas that like one they're... talking rock in Return to Oz was sort of like moving more. It's like a little more digitized, I think. Anyhow. Yeah. Uh, and Oz. then I guess they get caught by the boaster, um, right? That's the next the, scene. The cleaners? The... Oh, the cleaners. Well, no. Yeah. Bowie turns up and then oh, the boaster, like David Bowie, David Bowie, it. sorry, <laughs> the boaster. Yeah, I like wasn't he convinced that that nickname was going to catch. And now I, I got know, it. Now. It, was, it was not. It's, it's well, David because Bo- the boaster could have been the name to any of these things. And yeah. I was like, did I write that down? I was like the cleaners. Oh. And uh, Hoggle says he's doing nothing. And of course, Bowie says nothing. Tra-la-la. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Tra-la-la. Oh, my God. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> David Bowie's teeth in this movie are very yellow. <laughs> his eyes, I love his makeup. I love his, his makeup. Eyes. Is he's a beautiful drag queen. His teeth were just so yellow. It was it's very 80s distracting. Like yeah. you, but yeah. like you could also get away with it and you would but still be sexy. I know I, I just, love that it's still a sex symbol. I do too. He's still a sex symbol, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and he's very like androgynous. And I was sure. reading all about his sexuality, which is like really fascinating. Um and they really make him look like an owl. Like he's supposed to be an owl. He goes back and forth between yeah. an owl oh. and I'm like that looks like an owl. It's just his eyes are just very the mullet of it all. The mullet of an owl. Yeah. yeah. Having a wig for that costume, um, I wish they had gone with a different hairstyle because it's not flattering whenever I wear it. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's very flattering on him to be honest. No, like, I it's don't. Very either. yikes. But I also think I converted it into a uh, Patrick Swayze wig at one oh. point. Yeah, you did. You've t- yeah. It's, it's too it's too point break. I mean, point break where it, it ends up being a little more like um, surfer mullet. It's a little yeah. more. Yeah, there's like a concentric circle between like Patrick Swayze's mullet and this mullet and like, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. yeah for sure. For it's sure. Roadhouse. Of you add to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mostly it just involves David Bowie and Patrick Swayze, but I think so. So yeah. this is when they meet uh, Mustache McGee with the bird head, right? Right. Yeah. Well, Bowie throws the cleaner, they escape it, and then, yeah, Mustache McGee. And Hoggle says the line to Sarah, see, you have to understand my position. I'm a coward, and Jareth scares me. <laughs> it's just so true. I'm like, Straight I want to tell forward, people yeah. things like this all the time. 
<laughs> now, who is this guy? That is a question I didn't fully get. The guy he with just, the bird on his head? Yeah, the bird no. hat. And he sounded to me like, which is why I was singing this earlier, he sounded exactly like the Manamana Muppet. It's like, voice is that same. The who, the man or the puppet, on, the bird on top of his head? I think it was the man. Maybe. The bird, I, I, the I bird was speaking this. a few different languages and then they asked for money, yeah. but they hadn't really done anything. And it was kind of funny. Oh, yeah, I asked for money. Hoggle like, was like, why are you giving them money? They didn't even do anything. <laughs> right. I think, yeah, Hoggle knew what the deal was from the get go. And yeah. Hoggle's like the guy that you have around like a country you're not from. And yeah. you just, you're just getting taken in. No, and it's yeah. like, uh, he does not need change for the bus. Let's just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, then they just go. Um, and, and they end up in the green section of the maze, just like a different. Yeah, don't worry. It wasn't going to be claustrophobic and slimy the whole time. I know, I know. But I was worried about that. Um, and Hoggle runs away and like ditches her right at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and she then we... she meets Hodor. <laughs> Ludo. Yeah, Ludo upside Ludo down. Shit. Who's being attacked by these like freaking tortured? Oh my gosh. Some of it, like this is this won't be my bummer, but it's like life yeah. in the labyrinth doesn't seem that great. No, like, these people are have they have like basically koi, like you know, Peruvian fried guinea pigs on the end of these sticks that are just biting Ludo. Like, who's having fun in this? Who's having fun? Ludo's being <laughs> tortured. Are. The koi are like tied to a stick. These knights are blind. Like, what's happening? Well, no, they're only blinded during the fight. They they can see through their little stupid helmets. Yeah, um, nobody has a point. It's just nobody's like, having what's fun. happening. I think maybe it's just a little commentary on bullying and yeah, like, nobody's having a good time. Maybe downhill. there's always little messages in there with Jim Henson. I did yeah. think that these little like night people sounded exactly like Beavis and Butthead or which I can't remember <laughs> yeah. which one, but when he's like Cornholio. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? Cornholio. That's a uh, Beavis. Okay. Think, yeah, the no, blonde from one, think. You know, that's what I heard <laughs> yeah. when they were doing this torture. Yeah. Oh man. Hodor course, has some good lines, you know, like Sarah friend. Yeah. Um, smell classic. <laughs> smell bad. Yeah. Ludo like goes in and out of fluency. Sometimes you guys know that song sentences. It's mm. like Ludo. Oh, 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 oh. No, it's Lido. Oh. Uh-uh. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's the actual lyrics are Lido. Oh, interesting. But after That's I heard good. this, I was like, Ludo. It's oh. like a it's a yacht rock song. Yeah. Ooh, okay. What's the Creedence song? Like Lodi, 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 Lost in yeah. Lodi. Yeah, it's somewhere between all there. Yeah, yeah. it's all the same. Uh, but no, uh, Sarah saves him uh, and whacks all these guys using rocks that I guess are called by, which we later learn are called by Ludow. Ludo, his friend of rocks. Friend of right, rocks. he has a rock power, which is amazing that the rocks respond when they're quite possibly the most unresponsive thing yeah <laughs> right i mean yeah. do they have yeah. ears they're they're literally just rocks they don't even have faces they he they can feel his vibrations because he okay. has such a deep let me bellow. talk about his awful bellow which i <laughs> i was having like a very serious upset when he was screaming for those rocks that time it was so loud did it was it so loud on your tvs too or just yeah like vibrating our speakers weirdly i had to like turn it way down 
he reminds me a lot of the abominable abominable snowman from the yeah. Rudolph claymation special say oh, Obama he reminds me a lot of President uh, Barack Obama in a lot of ways no <laughs> or the abominable snowman yeah um and of course Sarah cuts him down he drops like a ton of rocks no pun intended yeah um and then they scurry off towards the next sort of challenge which is the knocker guys that's a yeah. fun one this fun gag yeah mm-hmm. like knocker in the ears can't hear knocker in the mouth can't talk i will say it's a bit of a bummer that sarah doesn't like she makes the knocker have that ring back in his mouth like forever so you yeah, could I- knock and then get it out of his mouth for him again he helped you. It's his fate in life. Yeah, he's a knocker. What would he do? He's otherwise? a mouth knocker. What's he? Yeah, yeah. He does have that line. It's like that's okay. I'm used to it. But the puppetry, I loved those guys' faces. It is so cool. It's. I was like, trying to think how they did it, and I, I sort of couldn't because it. I think it's. So puppet, well I think it's Muppet. I think it's puppetry, but just and then the material. It's just, the material. I know it's kind of reminds me of like the people in like Las Ramblas and Barcelona that are like painted all gold. Yeah, it's like that crazy. Like their 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 clothes are all the same color. It's all like that weird like what is it bronze? But they're not yeah. even moving as much as these guys' faces were, and it just it looks. I know. I think seamless. it's probably like know. foam. So good foam of some kind. They're just so good at manipulating it. They're so yeah. creative about turning anything yeah. kind of into a puppet, and and what it's like to animate something with your body versus like animating it with sound with special effects. Yeah, which is really cool. Oh, for some reason, because I, I don't want to lose it in my notes, but this is where I got Nora's question. Um, and I think it was like looking at Sarah and Toby and her question is what parents decide they want a new kid after 13 years. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the dad. It's a half, yeah, yeah. Or the mom, I think. Oh, that's think true. Because yeah. it's a half brother. Mm, it's the wicked stepson. Step it's the stepmother had yeah. the yeah. stepmother. Yeah. Yeah. She so. came in and was like, I'm having a baby with you. Baby now. Yeah. I got to lock you down. And he's like, I already went through that. Right. Yikes. Fine. You can have one Toby, but he better get Are taken we by goblins. at the terrible green screen? Yes, we are. We are. Oh okay. <laughs> what? This is when I was like, Fire Who cat. the frick are these people? <laughs> but Annie was reminding. Oh yeah, it's green screen, right? Not CGI. The only thing that's CGI in the movie is the owl in the beginning. But this is like happening somewhere, just not at the same yeah. place <laughs> as Jennifer Connelly. Uh, and it, if they had done it just with regular puppets, it would have looked so much better. I don't know. Well, what, it is like, with puppets, but you mean all at right. the same in, in the same in on the a same set, location. right? Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Why did they do this? Is it the head swapping? I guess it's the head. Yeah, it's something it's like, about ugh. they. They had a green screen so they could take their heads off and move them around without you seeing. Who cares? Like they the stuff, have... the other stuff is so much more impressive. I yeah. mean, that's ironic and I guess 2020, but they must have tried it like in real life and it just didn't work. And then, yeah, they, know they wanted this scene. And so they were like, okay, what about green screen? And green screen was so new that Oof, we yeah, wouldn't notice new. that like, Boy. Half her hair disappears at one point. It's pretty bad. And it's just all <laughs> yeah. the perspective is just really rough. And then like on top of that, like what kind of music are they singing? Like Boy. this feels like somebody, some white person heard a reggae song yep. once. Yeah. One time. And then tried to do like do something in this genre of music. It's really yeah. rough. And then it's hired really Billy Joel bad. to write write it or something. Yeah. Because you know? David Bowie didn't write this, right? No. Okay, yes, yeah. he did. I thought what? he wrote he did wrote he? all of the music. I've got it. This. But did he sing it? Um I don't know. What if he is sang the it. name of this song? 
I have no idea. I fire just was, cats. It's like I, mean, the fire I couldn't even tell song. what they were saying. Yeah, that was really hard to understand. Once one opened their head up and threw it, I was just like, what the frick? Is it chilly down? Because if it is, then he did write it. He wrote all of the music. That's what he's credited. No, in. Um, there is all the like lyrical songs that I know of, like uh, Magic Dance, Chilly Down, which my guess is that's what this is. As the world falls down within you. Within you. Underground. Uh, so but there's what... there's other ones like 13 o'clock, Home at Last, which I, my guess is are all the the musical ones. Yeah. That are okay. Yeah. By yeah. He wrote everything Jones. that has lyrics. So. But yeah, I need to just find out what this whole chili down thing is. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's upsetting, is whatever it is. Yes. Um. So little baby. <sighs> yeah, Chase it's the fire cat. Sorry, it's the fire cat song. He wrote it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so little baby JC takes all their heads off, and that's kind of how she gets out of this situation. This is a scary situation. <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna do, but it's scary. <laughs> whatever. I, it is. I think they want to take her head off. Because right. they think everybody's head comes off because they have no empathy or perspective. Also, taking. spoiler, when like it's at the end of the movie and she's back in her room and they're all there being creepy and these guys are there. I'm like, who invited them? They were not nice. Unless unless they've come out of their spell. Like that one yeah. is still there going like, I'll take your head off. <laughs> yeah. There's a line where it's like, hey, lady, where are you going with a head like that? Like- yeah. Yeah. creepy there is some predatory creepiness for for real for real in this movie that i'm they get their heads punted and um yeah then they go i think to the what is it the swamp of eternal stench hoggle Hoggle saves them gives them the rope and then she kisses them and then that's where right um it sort of does the prophecy of david bowie and they go to the Um, bog bog eternal stench yeah which i hate (laughs) don't you think she got some splashed on her like her shoes yes like when she's in her mouth rock yeah you're like guys those are forever wet burp (laughs) sounds really try to avoid wet fart sounds are some of the grossest thing hearing people wet burp makes me want to throw up it just reminds me of like being young and like my brother's like eating Doritos and then like wet burping in my face. I thought about like them talking about this. Like, you know, the puppeteers and creators were just like, it has to be wet. It has to be a crater like hole. It has to be gurgling and burgling things out of it. Like yeah. pus- It's like pussy. It's like and- pussy. Yeah. Also, this place just looks like the moistest, like humidest yeah. place. So just it's a the- clog in the air. The the condensation that comes on you is just going to be <laughs> yeah. the uh Totally. It's bog itself. So yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of bog. Uh, but you know, uh Ludo brings some more rocks, they get out of there and get to Sir Didymus's bridge. Sir Didymus, Sir Didymus, who can't smell the stench, which is a problem. <laughs> yeah. Like you know him and Ambrosia smell like terrible because they live here, they can't smell it. So yeah, but that's never commented on. AKA Katie, Katie's love interest. Oh my God. I love it. I love it. He, yeah, that puppet to me is very Jim Henson. And again, I think he, what sits on top looks like Louis short hair and Ambrosius (laughs) looks like Louis long hair. And I probably should have made my level. You know where I know we watched this and I know you're with me, Phil. We went to the hill 
um, flicks on the hill at the AVAM when they mm-hmm. had the labyrinth. And at this part where I think Ambrosius comes in and barks, Louis started barking Lost and the idea. whole hill started laughing at him. And it Aww. was hilarious. <laughs> but not with him, at him. They started at throwing him. things. They <laughs> drove him off Louis got the chased hill. off. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was very Aww. funny. Yeah. Oh, this is the part where Ludo makes the terrible sounds to move the rocks. Yeah, this part's <sighs> kind of worse. Yeah. <laughs> And this, and is this where now they get out of there and then Hoggle gives Jennifer Connolly the peach, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. And, and then we go into Jareth's ball. Yeah. Jareth's, this becomes very- Jareth's balls are disgusting. <laughs> well, there's a place in, L- there's like a ball in LA called Jareth's ball, which is basically this. Eyes which wide I- shut. Our friend Taylor has been to. She drove down from San Francisco, oh, wow. Monterey. Yeah, I think she said it was like cool, but like, not like I so cool. get I think there's something so creepy about this sort of like fisheye lens people yeah. in masks like I got real dizzy giggling for no reason it always it's like there's things that are like this that are creepy like the there's like a don't come around here no more video for Tom Petty anything mm. that has oh, that like sure yeah I'm like we're creepy and in masks also, like, what is this about? Like, what is she yeah. supposed to be in love with him? Is I he in love she's with just her? high? I think, right? What, and they're like dancing together, like they're a couple. I just it's very legend. I don't know. Yeah, and it it gets weird about like what he wants. It's does he want the baby and her? You know? Yes. And, and what does that even yeah. mean? Right. And what's he gonna do then? The stakes aren't clear ever. I assume. I mean, there's a lot of metaphor of just her sort of coming of age and just sure. confused feelings and i guess that's where all these just confused things in this movie are sure sure the, the plot very with. much feels like somebody that read it in their native language was like telling it to somebody in their second language it's like and then he wants her he just like needs her <laughs> Right. To, and then he wants forever. Her. He wants her forever to be there. Like he wants the baby. And if she doesn't get it, then he gets the baby. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> to yeah. do what with? That's like, true because what it's, is we're missing some sort of like yeah. nuance of something. And I, I do I do appreciate the like you're saying, Phil, about like the coming of age and like that that's a part of this and like she's confused. Um and like, you know, missing her mother and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was also gonna say, I also think it's it's what she envisions like a man wants. Like she right. has no idea. It's like, oh, they want to dance. And you know, right. it's, they yeah, go to these true. parties where everything's like crazy. Right. And so, I, cause I, whether this is a dream or it's real, I think it's all coming from her mind mm-hmm. and everything she's read. So I think it's just the interpretation of a 14 year old. It's my guess. It is like, very dreamlike. Does, but what does Jareth, what is, let's, let's just pause for a second yeah. and say, this is real. Okay. What does Jareth want? What is he trying to do just in this moment? Like why give her that nectarine? Cause it right. stops her. It just stops her. I think well, he keeps- yes, but he, I think he also wants to get her. Get her. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I think you exactly have right. her quote unquote. Like he he was close enough to her to just take her. Well, I mean, at the end, you There's know, probably rules. She like says, and so I'm like, you don't have any power. It seems like a vampire yeah. thing. It's like she has to be like, yes. Oh, I see. You know, yeah, I mean, honestly, the darkness and Mia Sarah thing was kind of a similar vibe of like she had to actually give. He's like, you have hypnosis. to invite me inside versus yeah, like just, kind of vampire thing. Uh, if. 
Tim uh Tim Curry. Oh, Tim Curry showed up this movie as as the tar. <laughs> this is another time story. I felt the claustrophobia times like a thousand, which is like all these people like all over her mm-hmm. and yeah. she couldn't get out and can't do that in COVID, man. No. Yeah. It was very uh, trippy. It's also she, very she break- sexual for kids. I'm sorry. It's yeah, like the yeah. insinuation is this is like a giant orgy, basically. Yeah. Like there's a lot of like clothes sexuality happening there that's yeah. like a little like whoa yeah. okay uh but she she breaks the window gets out of there and and gets to like trash land and meets uh the garbage lady um, yes <laughs> old lady junk puppet <laughs> i know nice to meet you i'm old lady junk bucket i know jim henson does grandma's kind of the same no matter where <laughs> i know there was oh. something very creepy about her. Like yeah. I was like, is she menacing. Gonna... Menacing, right? Like yeah. it's I loved. So this is when we got into like a hoarders episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Jensen is like, you don't need your stuff anymore. You're growing up. <laughs> um, yeah. Because when she goes into the like junk tent, it's her bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So she thinks she's waking up, but it's not it's like the descent. Yeah. And then oh, old lady, baby. Yeah. <laughs> old lady junk puppet starts like piling everything on her and it's sticking to her and making her like an old lady junk puppet Oof, too. Rough. Like you're carrying these like burdens mm-hmm. of, of on your, your life on your back up, with man. you. Deep, deep, dark stuff in there. Yeah, totally. She and then she this as well. Or... And I guess she at this in this reality she says something like we have to go see if daddy's home Ugh, gross anybody that uses the daddy over <laughs> nine i like can't handle <laughs> but like i think the premise is, is that she's forgotten about toby right like she's like totally rewound time and yeah. then she like snaps herself out of it she's like yeah no i must find toby and then jumps into you know hell right uh and then yeah they get out of there and then they are at the gates of the goblet city uh yeah get the mechanical man fight. Oh, yeah. I would argue that this part of the movie doesn't have to be there. It's I would like, uh, I know I was like mechanical what? robot acts. And then I was just like battle goblins and they're hiding. And I just, I, I know just you have to lot. kind of get to a fight scene, I guess, but. Although for the reveal that there's like the little man inside controlling it, which I think is amazing. <laughs> That's cute. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like a good gag. I just feel like it I don't know, as this being part of the challenge, it felt kind of like time bandits or something to me, like that last fight scene. You mean amazing, yeah. Because <laughs> then you have another kind of duel with David Bowie. It just feels like, why all of I this? Guess it's yeah. excessive, you know, although we do get the scene of, uh, oh, I'm bl- the dog's name. Uh, Ambrosius. Ambrosia, like running by the spikes and they just wiggle because they're all rubber. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, there's cool gags and even like Ludo in the tower, which is basically Hodor in that tower. Like that's exactly. He opens the door and then he, yeah, he's like, he literally Hodor's the door. Yeah. It's really, really funny. But, but, but another bummer is, is like, there's, there's a full on knights that are just controlling these like ostrich worms by holding their hair. It's like, Ooh, Ooh, (laughs) gross. Come on. Be nice to each other. I know. And I, it's probably just us. little JC did something else that was good and smart, but it just reminded me how much I sort of hated Sebastian of how just whiny he was. Uh, 
And Wait, who's yeah. Sebastian? Bastion. Bastion. Oh, Bastion. Sorry, got Bastion. it, got it. Yeah, Bastion. yeah, um, totally. Both. He's like, wait a second, who's Sebastian? Sorry, Bastion. <laughs> I thought you were about somebody in this movie. Ironically, no, both no, characters no. look a lot like Annie. <laughs> <laughs> but she's just getting shit done, and rather than whining about her sandwich. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, that's a good so. point. Yeah, she's not a passive. I mean, it is a difference, right? We're actually transported to that world and she knows a lot about it because she reads the book. Unlike Bastion is just like a total, he's just a total Whoa, passive observer. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so w- then we get to the castle. Well, right. When Hodor opens the door, we said this, and this is where David Bowie is just singing the weirdest song ever. I mean, they're all weird <laughs> as the baby climbs up and down the stairs. I'm, I've strangely had listened to this song a bunch when I was trying to get into character this and song. I hated it first, but it, it grows on mm, you. Okay. Um, Cause I had like, tell these, me more. That, that's about it. It's just, it, <laughs> um, cause it, I don't know. It's so slow. Cause I had, it it's so slow dance, baby dance. And then this one on my iPod and I would put it on repeat to get into character and just uh, so after meta. like three hours, yeah. um, I don't know. I started to love this song too. Uh, Maybe it is like, um, I mean, this was a running for runner for my dumber of like, I do believe in you, but even the like lyrics of this song <laughs> is hard to understand. And they, you could tell they spent a lot of time with the Escher, like they yeah. love oh, yeah. whatever they're doing there. And then I think they do like the ball, the ball bounces backwards. Cause they like film it backward, you know, it's kind of cool right. camera tricks and stuff. But I think more why the fight scene before this doesn't work for me is because this scene is like so anticlimactic in a way. Mm-hmm. It's just slows down. Really <laughs> slow. slow. Yeah. And then like David Bowie just gets like extra needy. <laughs> you, you mean <laughs> fear me, love me and do as I say and I'll be your slave. I ask for so little, just let me rule you. Come on. <laughs> man i know Get it together he's losing it he's like give me the baby i need the baby I, you know like, and all it took was like baby jc to be like nah. no you have no Nuh-uh. so i guess she's like trying to recite like remember what you say in these books and then it kind of reminds me of a dream when like you know in dreams if you're being yeah. chased by a villain you just face them and they really do whatever it yeah. is in your mind like it can't you know pursue you and so the last line she has in the labyrinth, like when she's in the labyrinth is like, you have no power over me. And then Jairus right. just like, it just like, explodes. It's it kind turns of into an owl. Yeah. He realized back to the owl. Again. She knows. I know. Oh, and then she's out of the lab. Yeah. And then she has a final party with all the, the fire cats. It's so good. <laughs> Why bring a fire cat to your bedroom when they were going to take your head off? Sometimes you want some UB40 at your party. <laughs> some of those goblins, I'd be like, okay, I get it. Like, come hang. Like and little some, cannonball man? Yeah, or like that little purple goblin that got yeah. to like hang out oh. again. <laughs> but like... I, I really love the ending, though. Like, I love that it isn't like, and who knows if it really happened. I love that they're just like, Let's just have a party, man. Like, you know, yeah. when like, it was a dream. Yeah. No. Yeah. But yeah, you know totally. what happens to her next? She what, has to what? go to that like psychiatric hospital where they hook her up to the machine. <laughs> she walks over to the set. She just set walks over. Oz. Just oh, goes man. straight to return. Veruca salt out of her bed. And is that her name? Yeah. 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 Veruca bulk. <laughs> That's her name. Is no, wait, that? Who's, or Veruca salt? Veruca salt. 
One of them is from Charlie the Child. Oh. <laughs> right? It's hard, yeah. man. Farushka Bulk? That's Farusha the real one. Bulk? I don't know. Veruca Salt. Because it's also a band name. Yeah. Veruca Salt. Yeah. And wait, but who was named first? It's got to be the Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Farusha Bulk. Yeah. No, but then the band was named Veruca Salt. The band named themselves after Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I see. Yeah. But Farusha Bulk just has a similar name. Very similar. Unrelated. Like a typo. Like like a a terrible. Name it after that (laughs) that character. Like, what was it? Farusha Dalk. Yeah. Like she goes into a bank in Shawshank Redemption (laughs) and tries to get the money out. And she's Veruca Salt. And she's like, what's your name? Veruja Bulk. It's <laughs> just absolute rhymes, totally. <sighs> but okay, 1985. Oh, but Return to Oz was first. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that's the film. That that's is it. Labyrinth. All right. Any um, questions we didn't answer? I do. Oh, go ahead. Me. No, I yeah. do have a question from my cousin uh jim w who asks um he actually commented a while ago on the is it for real facebook page um for a suggestion of a movie and i believe it was last summer he was watching it with his kids my little cousins down this um, movie the beach he he wrote if i have to watch this gd movie katie does too like i think he did a i think him and his kids did a viewing and did not know what they were in for so his question is I think my question is why would be my primary question followed by the ultimate impact of David Bowie's accentuated parts on a generation, <laughs> which is a deep question. Yeah. It's, ex- it's kind of existential. I don't know if I have an answer to it. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. we know didn't like, we know that that was like a choice. Like they wanted to highlight his <laughs> junk, right? <laughs> They won't tell us why, yeah. but yeah. It, I could even say, though, if you want to highlight junk, there's probably better ways to do it. Not like saggy crotched lady. I know. Leggings. It's somehow it's like it's like a lot of exposition and so unflattering. <laughs> it's so unflattering. Yeah. There is one definite camera angle that is like on his yeah. penis. Where I will you're say just for, like, oh. For my costume, I went with the leather pants. Um, mm. I definitely, they were in the ladies section of a- uh, uh, Like Filene's basement. No, uh, <laughs> my favorite, uh, I'm blanking on the name of Indian Head Thrift Store down in DC. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And nice. fine. And then I had and some- Do you still some, have them? I definitely have them. I've recycled them for a pirate <laughs> outfit that oh, yeah. uh, Katie and I wore for one Halloween. That's right. Um, Meanwhile, the, them a bunch. the yeah. woman whose pants you're wearing is like, <laughs> it's like the sisterhood of the traveling pants or something. And you like feel her feelings oddly. Yep, exactly. And whatever woman uh, <laughs> donated the like four inch heel shoes that I wear as well. Aww. <laughs> um, yeah. Good for you. Good for mm-hmm. her and them. Okay, how about Hummers, Bummers, and Dummers? Um, let's start with Dummers. I have a Dummer. Sure. Which is when baby Jennifer Connelly's parents come home after being out all night. <laughs> and they say, are you home? That's so dumb. <laughs> Where would right. she have gone? Where is right. she? And if she's not there, you have a big problem. Because your baby is there. Also, are you home? 
she's who asks four, that 14 she should be asleep yeah that's yeah dumb. they should not have asked are you home <laughs> they were they're, drunk they're very drunk when they, they came in. they just came back from david <laughs> bowie's orgy and yes there. that is where they were yeah yeah um i i will just i'll say the fire cats are dumb let's, <laughs> let's get that out of the way i agree um yeah yeah um gosh i am split between two dumbers um I guess, uh, I guess I'll go with, um, when we first meet Hoggle, he's peeing mm-hmm. in a pond. And mm-hmm. I just think that's dumb. Like, I just <laughs> am like, this is setting me up for a Ocean City boardwalk kind of vibe movie. Like, I don't know how to say it. It's like, I'm not, I'm not proved. Like, I'm sure some, he has to go to the bathroom, but it just feels like yeah. the first thing to see of a character of like his back turn to oh. you with his hands on his penis <laughs> just seems like i, I don't know, know. You it seems mean like from jim like henson the mo- gotcha from the movie because i thought you were just bad mouthing peeing into water because no 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 in this great do yeah. it it Ever- is all weird. everybody should i think it's weird i agree it's with just you. like a weird tonal shift it's like this is not yeah. this was not the movie yeah. before that and it's not the movie after it right like, and then he like she takes his hand and you're like yeah he was holding his penis right. earlier yeah. and I or whatever know. it is right well, he's a or- muppet like that's the other thing it's like you don't even need to do <laughs> it yeah. like who knows like it's just anyway i he just can't even that, get that food choice. and drink into his mouth yeah i know i know i just i just thought it was like eh, yeah nah. it's a weird choice i yeah I, I would be interested to see why they somebody had um, a great yeah. time like squirting a water bottle and like you know I don't know. People like that sound. And by people, I mean men. They enjoy mm-hmm. hearing it's the fun. sound of yeah. their pee. Well, and the traveling. gun, like, I'll pee in front of any. I'm not prude with that stuff. It's just the Katie. We know of, you're. Like, a, we know you're a public urinator. I'm a public this urinator. Is, <laughs> this is not about you. But yeah, it's something about it. just like the put the level of like why they want kids to see that. It seems weird. Yeah, there's a lot of weird things that I don't know why the they want kids then. to see. Yeah, I guess um all right bummers i mean my bummer oh, go uh, ahead it, my bummer 100 is the bog of eternal stench which <laughs> is just a bummer i mean i enjoy a good fart noise like when it's made with the mouth you know i think it's always funny but like there's just something about those burps and the pussiness of it all and the way it's gurgly and burgly that had me like nauseous and I was like, good for you, Jim Henson. You made me nauseous. Um, watching this kid's movie, but like, and I I get it. Kids like burps and farts, you know? Mm. So, but it was like, is I thought like, also like, is this where Treyu dies? Like I didn't, or Artex, like I didn't, it's confusing to me. Is it quicksand? Is it like the pits of despair or is it just smelly? And you're just just like, this stinks. (laughs) Yeah. That but sucks. I think but like, if you fall fired. in, do you just smell or do you die? I, mean, I think you, you just smell. I think that's the consequence that they've laid out. You smell forever. But yeah. it also kind of reminded me of that like thing that those two like backpackers went in in the volcano movie, <laughs> and they didn't yeah, come the back hot out. springs. So right. It was gurgly and burgly too. Oh, it probably smells sulfur. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Um, my bummer is going to be the same that it was for always and apparently forever. I was really looking for a different one, but it's just going to be Ludo getting tortured. Mm. Um, it's just, 
it's yeah. miserable hearing how sad he is and i'm sure he doesn't he doesn't seem to like understand why yeah. we don't even understand why these little nut jobs are doing this and uh it always gets me yeah it's sad mine is like this really giant existential um bummer of and you kind of touched on it, Bridget, like when she's in that tent in her bedroom and the older woman is just like full on shaming her for like being attached to these toys. And like David Bowie has a line too of like, go back and play in your bedroom with your toys. They're all yours now. And it's like, I just don't, I understand that they're trying to portray General Con- General Connolly. <laughs> she could be a general. Sergeant Connolly as like infantilized and like stunted and she's like so attached to these like stories yeah. and plays and she needs to grow up like her mother even's like you should go on dates at your age she's right. 13 years well, old that was her what is wrong with that's you creepy. yes her stepmother which is like okay i understand why this relationship's terrible if you're pushing your like 14 year old stepdaughter into dating which right. who knows what that would even look like um and i just don't like i just didn't like the whole point of you're too old to use your imagination you're too old to play make believe and you're too old to play with toys and like yeah. that is like literally i i feel like the opposite of what like you try to teach adults when they're taking an improv class right. like, do you know what i mean it's just like ugh no wonder you have to undo so much stuff and yeah. it's not like mutually exc- or like it's not the same thing of not being cooperative and babysitting your baby brother like you know like she could do both so maybe I just didn't comment, like it. Yeah, I agree with you. And I think maybe the comment is like, she should be a kid for longer. Right. You know, yeah. which but. is why I really like the ending. Right. Because they're like, if you should, you ever need us. It's kind of like, you can put your toys away and like, you don't have to play imagination, but you'll always have it. But I like when they're like, boom, 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 boom. Like, actually, we're here now. We're going to party all night. Like, bow, yeah, bow, bow. I like that. Yeah. yeah. But it. they're doing I like cocaine it. lines off the yep. toys. <laughs> <laughs> when you invite fire the uh, fire cats to a party, it's <laughs> good stuff. Fire cats. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Never Three. invite the fire cats to a second location. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Hummers. Uh, I've got a ton, so I'll go last. Oh. Because I'm not afraid of anyone stealing mine. <laughs> uh, I mean, I can just say um, my Hummer, Bridget, you predicted it, is Sir Didymus. Um, <laughs> I loved him. I wanted to be him. I attracted I to him. It. All I of it. it. I love everything about him. And I will say, like, he really reminds me of, like, Jim Henson's Rizzo the Rat from Muppets. And he, Sir Didymus in this, is like a Muppet. He moves just like yeah. a Muppet, like, yeah. he, you know, bouncing this way and that way. So I just could have found, I wish everything looked like him. I could have followed him all day. Yeah. I mean, piggybacking on that. Uh, I, I love when Muppets ride animals. So yeah. like, <laughs> I love watching just like the Muppet, like flop around on top of the dog. I love, yeah. I love that Um, sometimes the dog is a puppet and sometimes the dog is real. And that's very... I've seen that before, I think in other yeah. things. Um, there's just, it's like, obviously I think we all feel this way, but like the magic of just the puppetry in general is just so fascinating and it's so smart and so creative. So I can't help but kind of like make that my Hummer in general. It's just like, man, that's cool. I, res- yeah. I have a lot of respect for that. It's a quirky little art form, but it's just, fabulously entertaining the puppets themselves i agree with annie i see you on that for sure mm-hmm. um i will while i respect all of the puppetry and everything revolving around all of that art in this one because it's amazing i will make my hummer just david bowie mm-hmm. i mean he turns a character that should just be the weirdest most unsettling thing in the world <laughs> and he yeah. just like <laughs> 
choose the scenes and just i don't know it's it's so entertaining to watch uh like i said the tralala and all i don't know <laughs> it's his line delivery is always amazing it's just very bowian um yeah and w- once again it's like we shouldn't we should be just thoroughly creeped this character the whole time stealing babies and hitting on you know, i don't know but only bowie could pull it off and i think he did um yeah, if you replace David Bowie with Steve Buscemi, it's a totally oh, different no. film. <laughs> no one, and, and I don't know. I don't know how he does it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's like the right amount of sex appeal and like, um, just like delight. Like you can tell he's just kind of charmed, but he isn't. He's not creepy. He's like not he, intimidating. There, his yeah. his physical presence is. is not. As a woman, I would say, like, I again, I. I I, when I'm calling him a drag queen, I'm saying that with affection. Yeah, you know, totally. Like, yeah. To me, it's not intimidating. It's kind of beautiful. It's kind of, I like the non-binary nature of it. Yeah. And kind of like that it's, that he's sort of in between and. Right. And he's not scared. He's not scary. It's just more creepy. Mysterious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spooky. He's a little spooky, creepy, but I will say, oh, hopefully people don't feel the opposite because I think on paper there's like a problem with like this goblin king that's dancing with this young girl at a ball yeah. but like no, no, I, I never, I, I'm not defending any of that but yeah. I also I just don't get the sense that he is playing it as attractive to her like ever like I just don't get that in this maybe movie. not it's, but it's, it's, written like it's written that way it's written that way but I think the only yeah. reason it's watchable is that David Bowie somehow like right is pulling back <laughs> like, I don't know. yeah he's doing sort of a the David Bowie of it all and yeah, just sort of yeah. riding that fine line. Um, and I think he's having fun with it. He's even like as the character of Goblin King, he's having fun. Like he doesn't, he wants to win, but he also wants, you know, yeah, he, he's fine with her winning, I think. Shall, shall we talk about our outfits? Sure. Mm. Um, uh, um, Phil, <laughs> I'll talk about your um, awesome T-shirt. I do. Mm-hmm. I I love the homage to the man um, with the bird on his head, as you sure. have like half of an ostrich on your head right now. It's been <laughs> has been moving with yours, and then your T-shirt, which um, has like a a little a muddy wet sheep dog on one side. Mm-hmm that just says um, Merlin by day and then a, a dry fluffy sheepdog that just says Ambrosius by night, which <laughs> I like. I like the transition, the Superman Clark Kent of that character. Nice. Um, I'll go. Uh, Bridget. Yes. It's t-shirt weather. So I like to wear a t-shirt and it has uh, the little worm guy in the front and uh it says, hello, is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> I can see it when you smile. Would you like some tea? <laughs> it's written it. in a British accent. Thank you for noticing. It is. You can, you know, I think yeah, there's even like a button on it uh, that if you push it, it, it says that out loud. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, you've got a hat on that says uh, rocks. They're awesome, but no need to moan about it. thank you for noticing yeah uh katie i've been enjoying your it's like a prosthetic 
it's very fascinating. It's like a prosthetic of you mm-hmm. upside down on top of you. Oh. <laughs> so you sort of yes. have like your own feet Katie. coming out of your head mm-hmm. and then your head down by your feet, um, which I have enjoyed. The version of you down below is very weird looking. Um, <laughs> it doesn't really right. move very much, but it's very fascinating. And then uh, your tank top you're wearing that has, uh, it says, Ludo's Pizza. <laughs> from, if you're a li- listener yeah. in, Maryland, in Maryland, you know you know you love Ludo's Pizza. That's where I got it. And then it says, it smells. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a new ad campaign that Ludo's is working on. Yeah, Ludo's. That's right, Ludo's. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Okay. Uh, is it for is real? It, is it for real? Um. I mean, I can go first. This is my pick. Yeah, it was a slam dunk. It's real. I knew (laughs) I liked it. I knew I loved it. Um, And it still amazingly held up. Um, I will say for my couchmate who'd never Mm, seen it, um, she said she really liked it, but um, she wasn't as blown away as as I was. And she was like, that would have been a really cool one for her to have watched when she was younger. Yeah. Um, I think she, she She's sort already of misses packed up that. her toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, yeah. But, except for um, her telescope. Except for that silly little space telescope. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, it's it's great. I loved it. It's for real. Yeah, this is not like a, I wasn't like, woo! Like, I know a lot of people feel about this movie. But I, at least of all the sort of, fantasy ones we've watched which we've watched a few in this sort of mm-hmm. 80s genre like i i will say like this one had plot to it at least or it had something i was able to follow it <laughs> a right. little clearer um and as, as much as it was nonsensical i still was able to follow it and i i do like the character of a baby jennifer c i think she's got some redeeming qualities i like that it's a female lead and not like a young bastion yeah um like kind of a we've we've seen a lot of these sort of like pasty white boy <laughs> heroes yeah well, at least we got a pasty white girl hero um <laughs> from the 80s and i just yeah the puppets alone to me the creativity, I, I love to imagine them collaborating and talking about it and just having like really fun planning and conversations and prototyping. And, you know, I yeah. was thinking about our conversation with, um, what is, what is the, the artist's name? The one we talked to from gremlins grant a grant a, and just like how excited he was. And I, 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 it gets me really excited about theater about Mm -hmm. movies Mm -hmm. about like people who are just really passionate about what they do and we know that jim henson for sure is that now i have to go watch his funeral um yet again (laughs) every night because every night (laughs) katie told me to do that when i wanted to cry if you need to get some cortisol out yeah um i agree i agree in the trifecta of three for reals um so i definitely think this is for real and i think i wasn't i wasn't really you know, worried about that either having seen it pretty recently. I will say that I wish it, this movie was like an hour and 42 minutes or something or an hour and 40. And I, I do think it could be a little shorter, yeah, like, and that's maybe why I was focused on that one fight scene. I was like, Ugh, I need to, cause I did, wasn't expecting it. I was like, aren't we with Jareth yet? Yeah. Um, and you know, my bummer is of like, I kind of wish the message was a little clearer. It seems very much like grow up, but don't. <laughs> okay. Um, but the, the, 
Muppets and like I was reading that one thing that David Bowie really liked about the script and other people too is like it had a lot of humor in it and it mm-hmm. does like it's mm-hmm. really funny yeah mm-hmm. yeah and like it get, keeps you going along like ho- the character of Hoggle's really funny and like all of them um and just David Bowie too um that yeah, little Italian funny... no yeah. thing. I mean I really like lol I was like totally. that's very funny <laughs> oh yeah all the bits are like really funny um and yeah i i also with nora l like i kind of wish it would would have been a classic as a kid because i can tell that it would occupy the same space as like Mm -hmm. never-ending story and like i don't know that like that's like magic you know but i feel like the muppets are magic enough that i can like kind of get there so yep they'll take you there okay yeah my song Song this week is um i've already kind of mentioned it but it it can't help but not sing it and think about it oh it went away i had it queued up um darn it why does youtube do that why do they do it (laughs) okay talk amongst yourself Um, Uh, how's your day kate (laughs) 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 what's your new year's resolution oh man you make one you gotta make one right now and it's official because it'll be on the air unless i cut this that's my new year's resolution yep Oh, that's so from 1969 it is it, it's like really i think it was on a commercial or something it's like those two cows that just yeah that's so how good Jim this Henson is like uh, like regional i think maryland commercials he is yeah he's he went to college park yeah anyway so good it's so good it's so good and simple and silly but that voice is the same as yeah either the bird or the yeah. man wearing the or the man. somebody the man bird well, thanks for having a birthday, Annie. I see. You. Happy birthday! Yeah. Happy birthday! And for helping us intro this fun start to 2022. Yeah. And RIP and happy birthday, David Bowie, the boaster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna catch on. <laughs> when you said earlier he was born on the eighth and he died on the tenth, it was like, wow, that's Two days short. Old. He had yeah. a short life, yeah. productive one. He, he did a lot in that time. Yeah. But albums. But albums. All right. Shall we wrap it up? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Until next time. See ya. Toulouse.